Welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Well, 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 we're back. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> what a whirlwind. Sheesh <laughs> I was thinking for a podcast that none of our mothers listen to because of the cursing, I wanted to start off with a big old what the fuck. <laughs> uh, it's been like two months. <laughs> I was counting the weeks. Oh, God. It's it's It hasn't been a full two months but it has been almost two months yeah i mean here we are we've been doing things and if you need to ask questions what we've been doing things then you don't even know yeah so just mind your own business yeah and if you know what we've been up to then 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 fuck off too yeah (laughs) you especially yeah (laughs) although thank you to the people who really did say what's up we're holding hands throwing fists at i know honestly it it did give us the encouragement to come back this is gonna be a rough one this is like this is like harder than our first episode i think this this is gonna be one of the best ones ever it's not just because you have fun doesn't mean it's good (laughs) no that's bullshit hey it's all the only thing that matters really at the end of the day is whether me and uh our uh 1700 listeners 1700 that's that's right we're gonna like get back into this as though we never left season seven episode five you actually got the numbers right i'm shocked i'm a new woman yeah (laughs) get out of here shut up Shut up. Tell the people what happened last week. Not the not the twelve weeks before, just last week. Yeah, it was UFC two seventy-six. We were, as was most of the MMA community, like really looking forward to the card. And it definitely was like not a flop, but it was not a flip either. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was what it was. We honestly we're like in and out of consciousness for most of it and i think that was the right way Dude, to watch it's it it's been a fucking mess i don't even know where the fuck i'm at day to day minute to minute hour to hour this is the most put together i've been ufc 276 i was not put together Definitely. i was fucking gone and i just had the thought in my head how good does conor mcgregor feel why because he was he was probably watching that shit like what a fucking shitty card bro i'm the man Uh, I'm the fucking man. If I was here, it would have been fucking awesome. No, because there have been really good cards that we um, didn't discuss because we were on hiatus there for a moment. (laughs) Yeah, a little little definite hiatus. Yeah, no, I like to think of it like Blink-182's hiatus. Like, we got back together. We're here now. (laughs) Sure. People are going to forget about the the past two months. Yeah, we might have a missing member or two, but whatever. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) So Macy Barber was on the card, and she beat Jessica I, who then retired. Ian Gary from Ireland won, and he didn't get to give a post-fight interview which is like highly unusual but then the fight right after jim miller beat cowboy cerrone and cowboy cerrone retired so they cut ian gary's interview so that donald cerrone had the time to retire and while they had to cut someone's time I don't ever think it's a good idea to cut the irish person goddamn right they're just good on a mic 
I, I really don't know one Irish person other than myself <laughs> who's not good. So they, they, there was a missed opportunity. Yeah, man. There. It's also the future. Ian Gary. Also the future. Uh, Jalen Turner beat Australian Brad Riddell in a ridiculous 45 seconds into round one with a guillotine choke. That was a it really was- nice guillotine not expected um, but good for Jalen Turner the much anticipated Sean O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz fight ended in a no contest lame so so lame first O'Malley had the old dick kick on Pedro and then he eye poked Munoz and scratched his cornea so the doctor stopped the fight because Pedro said he couldn't see and just um, people were like giving Pedro Munoz mad hate for like stopping the fight fucking so annoying and that's all Sean O'Malley like riling people up by saying he like you know y'all a bunch of bitches I hate that let me scratch your fucking eye bitches yeah actually Uh, I said this before on the podcast but follow on TikTok and Instagram Steven strangles people he's a high level black belt uh, from Henzo's and I know him I rolled with him and he fucking remember he scratched the shit out of my cornea she yeah. was fucking awful dude and it wasn't even it wasn't even one tenth as bad yeah though. Uh, the letdown of this fight, however, was made up for with Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberina. Barberina. They were like nonstop punching for a full round and a half, and then Barberina beat Lawler with a TKO. I really like Brian Barberina. We've talked about him before only because his name is cool, but now I really like him because he his nickname is Bam Bam, and he has the Bam Fam farm. And for the pre-fight press conference, literally like the most important part, like night of his life, really, because he's never been on a pay-per-view like this before, or even like been fighting someone with a name like Robbie Lawler. He wore overalls with no shirt. Oh, underneath. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That was <laughs> it great. It was yeah. such a look. I fucking loved it. Um Sean Strickland, speaking of the press conference, set up a great potential fight if he won. Um, And his potential fight would have been against Izzy because they had a little back and forth. But he had to beat. It's not Alex because John Annick says his name differently. Alex. Sure. Pereira first, um, which he couldn't do. Alex knocked Strickland out in the first round, and he is likely to fight Izzy next because he also happens to be the only guy who has beaten Israel at Adesanya, which was back in 2016 in a kickboxing fight. Beat him twice. Beat him on points the first match, and the second time he knocked him the fuck out. Interesting. Dude, Sean Strickland made me so sad. In the way he was fighting, he was fighting so scared. Yeah, he he looked very scared. Very strange, because he's be a scared. very outspoken guy. I don't know what he happened. He talked mad shit before the fight, that's for sure, too. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. Um, La- Alexander Volkanovsky retained his featherweight belt in his third, and I fucking really hope, final fight against Max Holloway. He won the first two fights also via decision but so many people we've told you thought max won which is why it became this trilogy where like volk really did need to fucking win very definitively and he did man yeah he beat his ass um last but not least israel adesanya also retained his belt in an incredibly boring fight against jared cannoneer um personally i was pretty bummed watching because i really wanted cannoneer to win and i also wanted him to at least look good and not only did he not look great it was just 
boring. Not not necessarily a worthy pay-per-view, I got to say. Jake Paul, who will make his uh, uh, appearance in this episode, as he does every fucking episode, actually was just talking shit in an interview, and he was saying that like this year has been so like fucking boring for the UFC, and while I don't really agree with that, he's not entirely wrong either. It, there hasn't been... A whole bunch of like crazy, crazy fucking moments. Although there have been some pretty good cards. Yeah, I don't know. I think my memory is just so shot. I don't even like, know. So I have shot. no I idea. Yeah. I'm the dumbest I've ever been. But I'm also the happiest I've ever been. So there's definitely some little correlation there. There's definitely some correlation <laughs> there. Uh, so let's go with what's happening next week. Big fucking surprise. There's no Bellator, no PFL. Lame, uh, whatever. Who even cares? UFC Fight Night this Saturday is starting at 6 p.m. Some fun fights on the card include, uh, who's that? What's his name? Tresh, Tresh, Treshawn Gore? Treshawn Gore? Treshawn. Treshawn, yeah. Who we liked on The Ultimate Fighter. Courtney Casey is fighting um, Antonina Shevchenko. I fucking, I really like Antonina. We like Courtney Casey. Yeah, that too. should be a good one. Ricky Tercios, who we also love from The Ultimate Fighters on the card. It also reminds me that we're really behind on The Ultimate Fighter, fighter with... Uh, Amanda and um, Juliana. So yeah, we gotta catch up on that this. shit. Cynthia Calvillo is fighting Nina Nunez. Nina Nuni. Um, so that's how, uh, Cynthia Calvillo is fighting again. Oh God, I don't know. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Cynthia Calvillo versus Nina Nuni. I think mm-hmm. Nina Nuni is gonna have to retire her. Has Cynthia fought so recently? She did, and she fucking lost. It was Whatever. November. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, wasn't November like last week? I know. <laughs> she hasn't fought since November? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. I got to fucking sign off then on this shit because my brain is <laughs> fucked. I could have sworn she definitely fought in April. Um, our whole Michael Johnson is on the card, too. So that's exciting. You know, I'm a big... Uh, we're big fans of our whole. Yes, Michael we went Johnson. into... A whole oh, thing about yeah. him. And then the main event is RDA versus uh, uh, Rafael Fiziev from Kyrgyzstan, who's on a five-fight win streak. For some reason, I feel like this fight's not going to happen. I just have that vibe. Oh, no. Because didn't it already get rescheduled like already? I don't, I don't know. know. Rafael versus Rafael is quite the fun combination of names to constantly be saying. And you are correct, babe they should have fought in february and it was canceled so let's see if it happens this time who knows maybe that means it's going to be really exciting maybe um because you know we're just like dipping our toes back into the holding hands and throwing fists world let's go to a top two top two Tell the people, babe. I will kick our top two off with fighters who have retired, who, I mean, you know, every fighter who retires deserves some recognition, but we didn't get to tell you about Joanna Jancic, who retired in our, during our hiatus. We fucking love Joanna. I'm also incredibly happy she retired. Like, she is so celebrated and has done so much. I just, I want every fucking fighter to, to go out. On top. On top? Not, not, and not, I don't need it on top, but just go out feeling good about when they're going out. And that does not mean on a win, but That's true. just making the right decision when it needed to happen. 
And Joanna did so after she lost to Whaley. So just to tell you some of the accolades for Joanna, she was the first female European UFC champion, the first Polish-born UFC champ, the third European UFC champ. She won and defended her strawweight belt five times. She is tied with Amanda Nunez for the most title fights in UFC women's divisions. So Amanda will probably... um, you know, beat her on that, so she'll be second. We'll see about that. She's the most wins in title bouts in UFC women's strawweight history, most consecutive wins in UFC women's strawweight history, highest significant strikes thrown in a UFC championship fight. Like, that's crazy. Most leg kicks in a fight in le- in UFC history, and she won both 2020 fight of the year and 2020 UFC president's choice fight of the year with her first fight versus Whaley Zhang. Fucking incredible, Joanna. Good luck and uh, happy trails to you. Dude, I, I fucking love Joanna Champion. Uh, that's a nickname that people gave her because her last name is too hard for some people to say. <laughs> and she fucking, dude, it's hard to overestimate what her reputation used to be like because she was at she was at the cutting edge of women's mma for a while and now whatever the the sport has caught up to her and and the other women are fucking killing it and like the the technical ability that they show has caught up to her skill set but there was a minute that she was the most vicious fucking Mm -hmm. woman fighter on the fucking planet and just a, a, a vicious she was it she was like the first fighter where me and a lot of other people didn't even ever say like, oh, she's my favorite female fighter. We're just like, yo, she's like one of my favorite fighters. Yeah. She's a fucking savage. Definitely. Uh, another retiree we want to shout out is Donald Cowboy Cerrone. The Don. I am so happy to see this. Um, some of the wonderful things Cowboy achieved in his UFC career was winning fight of the night six times. He won knockout of the night three times. He has the second most wins in UFC history. He is tied for the most post-fight bonus awards in UFC history, and he just happens to be tied with Charlie Olives, a.k.a. Charles Oliveira, and he has the most knockdowns in UFC history. When he fought against um, Jim Miller this weekend and lost, um, that meant now Jim Miller has the most wins in UFC history, but Cowboy's right behind him then. Dude, incredible. Incredible career. I'm so happy he has decided to retire and just do him yeah bro keep drinking your beers keep doing your freaking wakeboarding and all your fucking crazy activities it's the man take care of your farm take care of, take care of riot and danger do that dip yeah exactly <laughs> all right number two on the top two of the week is just uh fi- younger fighters to look forward to and really there's only one person on the list but i'm gonna riff with some other bullshit because it's just all riffy and riffy um so what's going on right here god damn it the outro music's playing now. All right. Even so, even the program yeah. knows this is Wrap going it up, downhill. George. 
Uh, actually, I lost the outro music. I had to bring it back in for a second, uh, and then I, I made an executive decision. I was like, are we going to cancel the outro music? But nah, it's too iconic at this no point. No way. No way. So Danny Sabatello fights for Bellator. And guys, you got to YouTube Danny Sabatello interview, and whatever interview pops up, it's fucking awesome. So he's on a six-fight win streak in the bantamweight division. He's hoping to win the belt. As he goes through Bellator's Bantamweight Grand Prix. And his next fight is in the uh, semifinals against Hafian so- St- Stotts? It's actually Rafian. Rafian He's not Brazilian. Stotts, who seems like another awesome guy. So that fight should be good, but there's no date uh, uh, set yet. You got to see interviews of this guy. He's like a freaking classic 80s WWE, <laughs> like freaking old, old school uh, wrestler, but he's a legit like college wrestler. I forget if he uh, wrestled for Mizzou or like uh, uh, Purdue, like one of those. Um, so like super, ends you. yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> super elite wrestler and just like so full of himself in a way that's like lovable <laughs> and honestly like sometimes I, I need to listen to interviews or something just to get through the fucking day of washing the dishes again or doing the laundry <laughs> and he's just so fucking motivating the way he's just like I'm the fucking best of the world and he's just a, a, exciting and a great interview and he's a fucking awesome fighter and he makes me really excited to uh, you know for the future of Bellator because he's gone out and said that he doesn't want to really fight for anyone else he just wants to fucking be at Bellator and I be the champion that. forever and it's fucking awesome. He was a he curses so much. He was apparently so, fined. So did you know this? Five thousand dollars for abusive language after his most recent win. Good, bro. Keep finding him. Keep paying him more. But and he knew this, so I love this quote before. Um, before he was fined, but he knew it was going to happen. He said, I was told if I swore in my post-fight interview, I might get fined. So it's a good thing I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, moms. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we yeah. got to get Danny Sabatello on the podcast. Yeah, wait, you have to, speaking of moms, yeah. you have to tell them about. That was my favorite thing they said yeah. too. He's like, you, uh, my mom is my best friend and you'd be her best friend too if you had her chicken parm. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. He's not, and not, oh, that was the other thing I wanted to mention. I'm sorry for taking over your number two. The Go for two. it, babe. It's all, it's it, all give and taking up and down and in and out. You know what I'm saying? No. Um, he like talks shit, but he, is, he like talks like an eighth grader would talk trash. Like he doesn't really want to like make someone feel like shit he'll just be like he's a really bad fighter yeah he, he sucks, sucks man. <laughs> yeah. and like i i just appreciate that because trash talk has gotten like a little ridiculous in the past with some people and so i like trash talk i think it's funny and this guy is bringing it to where i like it yeah dude speaking of fucking trash talk you heard that masvidal is like facing 15 years which obviously is not going to get because it's like whatever no but yeah he could he's facing felony fucking whatever for fucking fuck you colby not even really fucking up colby anything else or we're gonna get to the rundown no let's get to the pti rundown that's the music oh yeah oh i must be really out of it oh yeah <laughs> sorry (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah so listen up our friends and listen up good and really good but also i mean it this time i've said it in the past this time i swear i mean it i'm ordering tickets pfl's well george's (laughs) next event is friday august 5th 
at the Hulu Theater. Let's go. We are going. We're going. We're we're telling you we're going. I'm pretty sure we have John and Melissa with us. Sick. Who else is coming with us? Text us. Let us know. Tickets are between $50 and $85, somewhere between there. So you got to be a little flexible. Yeah. Sorry the tickets are so expensive, but we've been talking about doing a little holding hands and throwing fists school trip, and we're finally fucking doing it. We will be the chaperones, and we would love to bring you kids to your first potential fight. Get ready. Michael Johnson's going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So text us. We're buying tickets a week from when George uploads this episode. A week? We need need to give them time to listen. All right, guys. All right, all right, all right. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. (laughs) Disgusting. All right. All right, time for a new segment uh, called George's MMA Fighting Riff Raff, which is basically me pulling up the MMAfighting.com website and then I just uh, <laughs> ask you questions. So it's like PTI rundown, but even more de- uh, derivative and shitty. Um, babe, just real fast. Can we just talk for like 10 seconds about how great Alexander Volkanovsky is? He really fucked up Max this time. He's fucking the man. Yeah, he is the man. I'm I'm really happy for him. I wanted him to win. Babe, Jake Paul, because Tommy Fury, Jamie's fucking favorite, can't get into the country. Did you hear about that? Yeah. He can't get into the country because fucking his family just like does illegal shit. And now like, yeah, exactly. he, he can't get a fucking visa. Since Tommy Fury can't fight, Jake Paul's fighting this guy, Haseem Rahman Jr., who I don't really know at all, but he's like a legitimate professional boxer. This is fucking awesome for Jake Paul because if he really beats him, the hype is going to fucking get even bigger. All right. Kind of interested? No. Um, let's see. Uh, Chris Pratt apparently made a negative comment about Israel Adesanya, which is like fucking weird because doesn't everybody just love Chris Pratt? And then he came out and apologized. Isn't that weird? Well, I'm sure he probably said the fight was boring and Izzy is feeling sensitive about that. And so... Blah, blah, yeah, blah. well, it probably was. I mean, because it was. Uh, Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier had beef in the crowd at UFC 276. Did you see that shit? No, I mean I did, but I didn't. It's so hard to know what's like contrived and. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but apparently Michael Chandler sang Britney Spears on the Masked Singer live tour. Oh my God! We gotta why? watch that shit. That's I awesome. I wonder what song he picked. Um, I wonder did he get to pick it? <laughs> He must have been. I don't think it was just like forced karaoke. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, Alex Pajera, apparently, uh, thanks to my boy Nate Garrett from uh, Rock and Roll Superstars Spirit of Drift, said that um, Alex Pajera like overcame alcohol addiction like multiple times and actually like relapsed during his like professional career and is like keeps coming back and still helps his community and all that stuff. So now like I'm an Alex Pajera fan even over if you go back a couple episodes he beat the shit out of uh, Andreas Michalidis my Greek guy oh no so we're fans of Alex Pajera is he gonna beat style better that's really that's really wonderful for him is he going to I don't know he might have the best chance did you know Dar- Darren Till is injured now and he's out against Jack Hermanson? Dude, Darren Till just needs to go get another job. Did you know, this is for Andreas, that um, Israel Adesanya said, I'm over here frozen like Elsa and John Jones and France. <laughs> and John Jones fucking talks shit to him for being a grown man and knowing Frozen? I mean, he doesn't have kids, so it's 
that's a little lame like who's his audience who was his audience there artemis I, I did he guess think so. artemis was up watching the fight what time was it in cyprus like she was not watching <laughs> <laughs> And that's fucking it for this shitty segment and this uh, fantastic episode back. All that matters is that we're back and we're so happy that you're here with us. PFL, bitches. This episode was brought to you by all our closest family and friends who showed us so much love. Thank you for everything.